go ahead and open up to John, the first chapter, just where we had uh, read today for us. John chapter 1, this, this section, verses 1 through 18, we call the prologue of John. It's sort of John setting the stage for the gospel that he's going to tell, the story of Jesus that he's going to tell to us. And what you need to understand, of course, and this has been pointed out by several people, what you need to understand uh, is that the idea of atheism was virtually unheard of in the ancient world. There were a few odd uh, atheists in the Greek world, but not very many. Uh, Rome, Greece, uh, Egypt, Syria, every place you went, people believed in God. The question was not, does God exist? The question was always, yeah, which God? Certainly there has to be a God. But who is God? What is this thing that we're calling God? What is he like? What is it like? Maybe it's an it. Maybe it's not a person. I don't. What is God? Who is God? We've been going through, you know, seven reasons uh, for believing in Jesus. One of the reasons for believing Jesus is because of the God that he reveals and how much sense it makes of things and how much it fits with what God really is like as far as we know. Uh, John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5, uh, is deeply profound. I, I seem to be attracted lately to these passages that have way more in them than could possibly be talked about in one sermon. And John chapter 1, verses 1 through 18 is one of those. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. That's the New Revised Standard uh, translation of that passage. That is an amazing uh, claim about who Jesus is and who God is, Uh, all kind of rolled up in those five verses. People in the ancient world had all kinds of ideas about creation, and people had heard all kinds of stories about creation. Uh, From the Mesopotamian region, there were ancient cultures who told stories about how when the fresh water comes together with the salt water in the primeval earliest time, Uh, Out of that are born all of these gods. The sky god is born and the sun god is born. The moon god is born. All of these different things are created from this intermingling of the ancient waters. And uh, the Egyptian culture has several creation stories. One is there is the Nile. And there is the dwarf god Ta. And Ta sings and out of the Nile rises a mud bank. And Toss stands on the mud bank and he sings and he calls forth all the other things that make up the creation as far as the Egyptians were concerned. Mainly it's just the way the environment looked to them. There are a lot of cultures that have a story where the sky somehow marries the earth and from their mating comes forth all the gods and then a lot of the other features of reality. Uh, one 
interesting. We're studying world religions on Wednesday nights here, and one interesting thing, one speculation from Hinduism says that uh, ultimate reality, Brahma, is sleeping. And he's taking deep breaths. Each breath is over 100 million years long. And when he breathes in, the universe is born. And it grows, and it becomes fruitful, and it it does all of the things it's going to do. And when he breathes out, it slowly decays and withers away and dies. And when he's finished with that breath, it vanishes. And he breathes back in and the whole process starts over again. It's not that Brahma actually is planning to do this. It's just that kind of a byproduct of Brahma having dreams and having this sleep experience. People had all kinds of stories in their heads. How did the world come into being, how do we understand it? The Greeks told stories about conflicts between uh, the gods and you know various rulers of the gods coming into power and then being cast down by their children. And, and uh, Zeus, you know, the latest emperor of the gods, fighting with the titans and, and constraining them. Various aspects of the environment could be explained by the conflict, that the fighting that had gone on. And then other aspects of the environment could be explained by Zeus committing a lot of adultery of various kinds, you know, as he, uh, you know, shaped the world that way as well. How, how does the world get to be the way it is? Where does that come from? Even the ancient philosophers, when they, when they like Plato and Aristotle, they were very skeptical of the Greek stories. And we have Hindu philosophers who are very skeptical of the Hindu creation story. They're, they know something's wrong, something's weird about these stories. They don't really match what we experience in our creation. They didn't really have a better alternative. One of the great things, of course, about Jesus is that he reveals to us a God who makes a world that gives us life and makes sense to us. And right there in chapter 1 of John, the first five verses, we have both of those aspects, just in those first five verses. This is, this is God who gives us life, and he is also God who makes the world uh, make sense to us. Everyone is aware that the world uh, works to give us life. Everybody who ever has enjoyed you know, sunshine on their face realizes, I could not make this sunshine. I'm getting this for free from somebody or something. And everybody who eats food knows, you know, if the universe weren't on my side, none of this would grow. You know, I I don't know where all this came from. Something up there has made a world. Something up there has produced me and a world that's appropriate for my kind of life. I may not know what that is, but I know something up there has done this. In our world, uh, in our culture, we're very used to the idea, we've been told it over and over and over, it's kind of drummed into us. No, 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 no. Nothing is behind all this. It's just random chance. It's just blind processes that have created the world. But you've got to understand, that is not how the world looks. Don't let anybody tell you that when they say that, they're saying, isn't it obvious? Because that's the one thing it's not. 
It is really not obvious that the world happened by random chance. It is, that is not the way the evidence appears to almost every human being on earth that's ever lived and lives now. It sure looks like this is a benevolent world that's been put together to give me life and to allow me to live. You have to do an extremely edited uh, interpretation of the data and the evidence to come up with the hypothesis that says, well, maybe it's possible that it could be uh, by just random processes. And even then, I don't think it's a very good hypothesis. Uh, most people have known all along that somebody up there likes us. Somebody up there is doing good things. But, but who? What? What's he like? What is this? John, in chapter 1, says it's the creator God of the Old Testament. The story of Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, is the story that I'm here to tell you, but to explain to you in a little more depth. When God created through his word, when he spoke the world into existence, I want to talk to you about that word. The word that he spoke is more than you think it is. And that's what he does. And he says, this is a world that gives us life. It's also a world that makes sense. Uh, ancient people, ancient philosophers, wondered about this maybe more than we do. Why is the world orderly? Why is it so orderly that we are shocked when there's disorder? Why does the world make sense so often that occasionally when it doesn't, we are surprised by it? Why are we more surprised by earthquakes than by earth steadies? It's not even a word for earth steadies. Because we just take that for granted. Everything's going to be orderly. Terra firma is going to happen. And occasionally when the earth shakes, everybody's on the phone. Did you feel it? Did you feel it? I felt it. Yes, I felt it. Uh, that's when I stay.